Welcome to From Fear to Fire, Secrets to Overcome Fear, Embrace Your Gifts, and Achieve Success. This is the place where real people share real challenges and where you can find a common bond and uncommon wisdom through their journeys to help you move from fear to fire. I am Heather Hansen O'Neill. I am your host. And as always, I'm super excited to be here with you. I appreciate you. We start with a quote, and today's quote is by Danielle Laporte. When you go with the flow, you're surfing life force. It's about wakeful trust and total collaboration with what's showing up for you. I just came across this one and I love it. We are going to have a lot of fun with our special guest today. Curry Coke has been in the travel industry for over 30 years with varied experiences from incentive travel, hotel resort sales, DMC, pharma meeting planning, and now is an independent licensee and entrepreneur with Helms Briscoe for the last 13 years. She moves to help her clients using her experience to negotiate the best meeting opportunities. She enjoys spending time with her husband and family, traveling, cardinal baseball games, concerts, collecting unique art pieces, being with friends, and the silver lining of COVID for Curry was that she learned to do some more cooking. So let's bring her on. Curry, how are you today? Hi, Heather. Good morning. I am great. And thank you so much for your invitation to be with you today. I really appreciate it. Oh, we're going to have so much fun. I'm really looking forward to the conversation. Now, I just, you know, graze the surface with my bio for you. So is there anything else you'd like to share with us before we dive in? Well, just to kind of set this up a little bit, um, before we start going into the journey, I guess, is I, I was a great company for 20 years, a great job, but it felt empty mm-hmm. and I uh, felt like I was in a rut. So here we go <laughs> with, the, <laughs> with the journey. <laughs> okay. So, you know, it could be a great job, but sometimes we're just in a rut. I totally get that. And was that when you were at your job in St. Louis? Oh yes. In St. Louis. And, okay. uh, Yes. And then that was that feeling of being in a rut, what made you look into other opportunities or? Yes, I was in a, uh, what I called a personal and a professional rut. Um, I, like I said, I was happy with everything, but looking down the road, I was wondering if I stayed here, where would I go? And there wasn't, it didn't look like there was opportunity professionally without um, changing what I love doing. And I didn't really want to do that. So that's how I felt like I was in the rut. And then personally, I was single and not really dating or meeting other people like I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Well, since we so. have some, you know, something in your bio about your husband, I, I think that we've, we've come to a different place since then. So I want to hear all about it. So when you were in that rut and you were trying to figure out how to kind of stay in the industry, but do something different that seemed more hopeful that could potentially help you both personally and professionally, what did you do? What were the decisions that you made like about looking for the job or how did it work? Actually, the job came to me, but I didn't realize it until I got a call and thought about it overnight. Um, A director of sales at a beautiful resort in 
Indian Wells, California, near Palm Springs, uh, called me for recommendations. Did I know anybody that was looking to fill this spot? Mm-hmm. And we got asked that often. And this particular time, I I was listening and to this little voice inside, I guess. And overnight, I thought, you know what? What if I put my name in there? What if I just throw it out there? So I called him back the next day. And they said, what if I were interested in the job? And he's he was just shocked. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> because he you would just being happy, right? Yes, yes. And and I was his client. And um, he's like, you would really leave and look into this. And I said, absolutely. And so one thing led to the other um, with interview. And we got really into the process very fast, um, negotiating mm-hmm. a salary for for California from Missouri was a little scary. I didn't know if I did my right homework on how to do that. And, and then just leaving the comfort zone that I was in with my family and my mother, especially um, um, going to this faraway place that I'd only visited once, you know, was that really crazy? Um, But I had to follow my gut and my instinct. And I believe in prayer also. Uh, So I was praying through this whole process as well. You must have been feeling a lot of different emotions. You know, I find that when going through change or kind of stepping outside of my comfort zone, I can feel excitement and fear at literally the exact same time. Were you you facing that as well? Yes, (laughs) it was like it was so scary. Um, But I think I had mentioned at one time this may kind of sound funny to some people, but I actually was wearing, I love fragrances and mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I wore two fragrance. Well, one at that particular time called chance by Chanel. Yeah. And I wore it because it reminded me every day, take a chance. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of my little uh, subliminal <laughs> message message to myself, but take the chance. And I thought, you know, I don't have anything to lose by going for it and trying it. And, um, and then, I mean, in the end I did get the job and I resigning from my current job was a shock to everybody, but everybody was supportive. My mom was excited, but sad to see me go so far away mm-hmm. but it it was the best the best thing um I learned so much I learned so much I, you know I need to go back to the fragrances for a moment I love <laughs> this story um so so chance helped subliminally you know fragrantly um, mm-hmm. uh, remind you to take a chance have you ever used other fragrances that way or no or have just smells in general, like for me, you know. Um, yes, actually. Cooking, um, you know, it's like there's like mm, all these different smells. It doesn't have to be a fragrance per se. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, for me, just with this kind of story, I guess, and just with my life, um, Chance was one for a very long time and beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. knowing, knowing we're beautiful, you know, however we are and wherever we are. Um, I, I grew up as a chubby kid. I'll just say that. And, uh, sometimes not always 
thought I was beautiful, but um, I, I am. <laughs> and uh, so that was another one. And then as, as you kind of fast forward now with, with uh, another one called um, La Vie Belle and my French is terrible, mm-hmm. but um, it's life is beautiful or life is good. And that's a Lancome. And so again, another another reminder just simple reminder ah uh, you know that's fantastic because i always like hearing the different ones where i haven't heard it before and i hadn't heard that before and it just makes so much mm-hmm. sense to me that's fantastic and yes you are beautiful and unfortunately this is just an audio so <laughs> show everybody but you're beautiful inside and out so once you got moved and settled into the new job how did you go about the um, the other goal that you had in oh. meeting some people? Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. Well, I forgot that part. Um, mm-hmm. Before I had moved, I uh, joined. I guess can we say a certain a certain online dating service? It, but whatever um, anyway, you want to do, you can say Matt, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, I was on match.com in Mm -hmm. St. Louis and, um, and had met some people, but, um, not anybody that was it, you know, if you will, but moving to a new state and really not knowing anybody there, I decided to continue my membership and I moved out in February. And so I had it October. So I figured I'd just finish out the the membership timeframe. And um, I'm so grateful I did because I met my now husband on match. Um, he reached out just about a week before my membership was expiring and his was too. But, but our common interest right off the bat was baseball. And he actually knew and followed the Cardinals like me. And um, we both came from military air force backgrounds Um we just had so many things in common interest wise. And, um, I don't think I shared this with you, but I do think our dads have both passed away, but I do think our dads had had some doing with all of this, but we learned that both of our fathers were stationed at the same air force base in Japan at the same time. And we were both babies there at the the same time my dad was a tdy and he was he was there uh he's half japanese and um he was born there so um we we just hit it off right off the bat and this year this june will be our 16th anniversary so it it works Oh, I love that. I love a good love story. I am such a sap for a good love story. (laughs) Well, you know, that, that kind of ties in though. I feel like I was supposed to go to California to really get this wonderful gift. So, um, you know, that's really fascinating. So there's so many, um, 
ways that our, our life kind of weaves together and how mm-hmm. one thing connects to another and one, one decision leads you to something that you didn't expect. I, I, those types of stories give me chills. I absolutely love it. And, you know, you can, you can even mm-hmm. um, trace it mm-hmm. back sometimes, you know, to, oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then that hadn't happened. And then, you know, like, wow. Mm-hmm. Right. Gift. Right. So crazy question, but do you and your hubby cooked together since COVID or did you just pick up your skills? <laughs> no, actually we have started doing some cooking together and it's been, um, been kind of fun. He actually has some, uh, old friends from way back when that worked in the restaurants and, um, he, he's, in a medical field. So he's in a totally different realm of work, but he remembers his friends that would cook steaks and meats and uh, what they do. And I don't so much. He did not marry. (laughs) He did not marry a cook. (laughs) I'll just say, but, um, but we've had fun um, doing some meals together and, and, uh, you know, chopping up things. And um, so yeah. I think it's so much fun to, to cook together. I, I think it's really a good bonding experience. As long as you have a little bit of room. I, I had <laughs> the, the most minuscule kitchen before where I am right now. And it, there was a lot of bumping, a lot of bumping. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We Which have an island. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. We have an island which helps to oh, uh, kind of, yes. you know, spread out a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now let me ask you a question. Going back to the work side of things. Now, you know, you yes. came from like, let's say resort sales and moved into being an entrepreneur, right? So, mm-hmm. yes. So what did you learn in that? What do you, what do you think are your biggest lessons with that? Um, I believe one of the biggest lessons is, um, being self-motivated and, um, have your, have your goals kind of in mind. Um, and that's kind of the beauty of it is the goal is your goal, uh, as an entrepreneur. So you get to call the shots, if you will, Uh in a way, you know, you've got your ultimate goal for success, but, but how you get there, which is what I love about the balance of, of life, I think is, is much more in check than it ever has been. Mm-hmm. And um, that was a hard lesson to learn though, because I was so ingrained with, you know, a check-in, a checkout time, somebody that I was reading to, mm-hmm. um, answering to, and as an entrepreneur, you're answering to yourself. Yeah, and a lot um, of discipline that's involved. And it in is a, def- yeah, definitely, definitely. But, but um, your decisions, your wins, your losses, your lessons are, are really on you. And, um, I at first was a little nervous about that, but I've learned to grow into it, I guess, uh, having the flexibility, um, now that we're back in St. Louis, I'm close to my mom again. Mm-hmm. 
and with that, she's she's older, but I'm so thankful to have her and and really grateful to spend the time with her. It's precious. And um, I don't have to get permission to leave at two in the afternoon if I need to go see her at two in the afternoon on a Wednesday. Um, you know, we're getting ready for a snowstorm here. And I checked in with her yesterday, you know, do you need need anything from the store to kind of hunker down for a couple of days. So Mm -hmm. I just ran out and got her things that she needed and she's all set, (laughs) but in a normal work world, I guess, um, in an office with a boss, with a team of people that isn't so flexible. Um, not always anyway, I don't want to generalize, I guess, but generally speaking, that's well, a, I mean, what you're talking about are all the reasons why I love being an entrepreneur, right? Mm-hmm. The flexibility as well as owning your choices. Mm-hmm. And I am just thinking, though, as you were talking about it, I'm thinking, yes, 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 I love all of that. But then I thought, well, what if, what if employees also owned it all? Mm. You know what? What if they, what if they owned and took responsibility? for their goals and their mindset and their actions and all of that, which I think a lot of people do, but how Mm -hmm. might, how might that make their experience more enjoyable? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just a thought that came to mind when you were talking about it. Yeah. Kind of more skin in the game, if you will. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, with, with the name of my show being from fear to fire, I always have to ask a question about this. You know, everyone has their story, either COVID induced or throughout your life. There's some type of story of going through a challenge or a fear. Um, What are some lessons either that you learned in the last couple of years or that you learned at some point in your life that you'd like to share with our listeners? Wow. Um, I would say, um, I think to believe in yourself and, um, don't ever underestimate that you, you have quite a gift as you, (laughs) and, um, if you just be you, somebody's gonna see that and, gravitate towards that Mm. and be drawn to that. Um, You don't want to sell yourself short. Yes. Um, But I I know as a little girl, my my mom would drive us to school and she's like, let your light shine. (laughs) That was her her send off every day. (laughs) I like your mom. (laughs) Yeah, she's something special, but I'm like, let my light shine. What the heck? You know, I know maybe as a preteen, it wasn't quite as <laughs> no, no, but but you know, she's so right. You know, just be be you and um it your character, your integrity, who you are will will resonate um by doing that. And um, being true, being true and real to yourself, but um, also putting yourself first. I think there's such a misunderstanding on what self-care is these days. And with flying so much over the years, I remember the very first time I heard the store to say, 
with the oxygen mask. She's like, you know, put yours on first and then help those around you. Like if there was a child or someone that needed assistance. And the first time I heard that, I said, she's got that wrong. And then I've learned over time, more and more times, no, she did not have it wrong. You have to put your oxygen mask on first uh, in order to be of any use to anybody else. So I remind myself of that too. And I've shared that with friends over time and it's simple, but it's difficult. <laughs> oh, you know, I totally get what you mean. I've had to remind myself of that one many times, many, many times through the years, but you're so right. Mm-hmm. So much better in every other role when we take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. You have so many great nuggets for our listeners today, Curry. Now, if anybody wanted to reach out to you, get a hold of you to either talk about the Cardinals or ask some <laughs> questions about meetings or anything like that, how yes. might they find you? Well, I am on LinkedIn and I am on Facebook. Um, I follow some Instagram, but I'm not so good on that Uh platform just yet but LinkedIn and would you mind if I put a link to your LinkedIn profile on the show notes for everybody in case they want to reach out to you oh no that'd be great that would be great Okay, great. I will do that. Well, thank you so much, Curry. It's been such a pleasure spending time with you. Listeners out there, I'm sure you enjoyed it as well. If you would like to share this with a friend, we always love that. And we look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks, Heather.